Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, uh, yeah. We've got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas, Jay Hill, John Lane, and Trey Ely. What up, fellas? Yo, what up? This is the podcast where we are musicians and artists who love to talk sports and things. And we're going to get right into our first segment, which is rehashing or revisiting a segment that we talked about last week, the NTA uh, NCAA uh, tournament bracket, and I'm gonna play a clip. So, stay tuned. Because <laughs> they do uh, zero, zero. Right, right. Florida and Virginia Tech. That was tech. tough, but I, I went with Florida. Tech. I got Tech. I got Tech. That's an upset for me. Okay. Ohio State and Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. Ohio. Ohio. What? You got Oral Roberts <laughs> beating Ohio State? <laughs> Oral Roberts beating Ohio State. You just picked it because it sounded like a porn name, man. That's good. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State I is like 21 Oral. and 8. I'll take it. Oral Roberts is 16 and 10. I like Oral. I like Oral. Like you like Oral. Everybody like Oral. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so the question for today is Everybody, well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Everybody likes Oral now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you didn't like it before, you didn't know what you were missing, first off. I'm a fan of it. More than Ohio y'all. State doesn't like Who's Oral. Fan of it more than y'all. That's they don't like. They like. They like. They like. They like. They like to get it. <laughs> they like to give it. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh boy. All right. What are we talking? This about? is the beginning of the episode, and we're already here. Right. We're already. Here. Like, I'm drinking green juice. We're already. Here. <laughs> um, oh, I'm drinking bourbon. We're wow. already there. Yeah, we're, we're there. John's drinking bourbon. I'm drinking a smoothie. We, we're there. We've been. We were there an hour ago before your wife came. I got on. some water. <laughs> You that'll do it too. Jesus Shut made water into wine, bro. You good? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How did your brackets do after the first two rounds? And I'll be really shocked that the number one, um, you know, the high seeds are out. Anybody? Everybody? Isn't it? Is it a shame? It's so bad that I didn't even look at my bracket because I mean it was so bad. I was just like, well, you didn't care to mind. begin with. I didn't look at my bracket. You, after you know, we did. okay. So, so just to be fair, <laughs> full disclosure is for years I never did brackets because it got pointless to me because it was just so ridiculous trying to pick the upsets. So I just, I, I just preferred to just enjoy watching it and not even try to predict them. That's just well, a personal preference. I think brackets, to if be anyone good, cares, were done for people who like to bet on sports. Yeah, and it then it became, gambling. yeah, it's all for gambling. So I think. After that, it just became like a household thing to do. Um, you know what's funny too? I, my my oh, first ahead, round was completely fucked up. I mean, I, <laughs> I 
I was less than fifty percent. I had a lot of those. Y'all know we we was we was calling it out in real time <laughs> on the chat. I yeah. had a lot of those. So Dude. if I had done a bracket, it would have been okay. <laughs> yeah. All brackets yeah. were busted before the Sweet Sixteen. This thing right. was That's bad. ridiculous. Now, that yeah, when John ridiculous. when John skipped, he went from sixty four to like sixteen. I was like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, don't even care. You know what's funny though that you mentioned gambling. So I heard today that um, this is kind of off topic, but they have a whole section of the Capital One Arena now that's specified for gambling. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the suites. They turn one of the suites into like a gambling room. Yep. And so all you got to do is bet against the Wizards and you'll be rich. Well, here we go. Um, you got to cover it, point spreads because everybody's betting that. So, you know, you're not going to really win it. Yeah, for sure. You got to go about <laughs> You got to go to the analytics. All 12,000 people bet that. You got to go to the analytics. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, the spread's not going to work. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Everyone also, else bet that the What's Wizards the odds on that one? Um, I also heard they turned the green turtle into uh, <laughs> the green turtle is right supposed to be something new now. Oh, oh yeah, the green turtle gone, man. Yeah. No, 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 no. But it's it's still there. But they turned it into like a mega the space thing. That the was guy, the point. I thought the sports betting was supposed to go there. That's what I'm saying. The guy who who brought spe- uh, sports betting to the Capital One Arena, he bought the green turtle facility. Yeah. yeah. And he's turning it into a whole restaurant. Yeah. Betting just, thing. So it's like a Dave and Buster's yes. for bets only. <laughs> yeah. I'm so interested you can to see what he does though. There. I'm interested to see what he does with it. Um, so I bet he bets against the Wizards. I mean, that's yeah. the thing to do this season. I mean, you saw what you saw what Otto Porter made in the last eight years. Man, don't get me started. <laughs> that wasn't, but yeah, he, he bet he bet on the Wizards. He that's bet on the Wizards. That's the deal. He didn't bet against uh-huh. the Wizards. Always bet on black. <laughs> the Wizards bet on that him. Man, that man led the league in three point percentage one year, and he's riding that till. Who knows? <laughs> he also led the league in undeserved dollars made. <laughs> More than Bertans? I think, I, but I think there's... No, no, yeah, I said I led past a, tense. Bertans a, is the new okay. one. Case, yeah. You know what's funny, though? If you really think about it, there's still players who have retired and are still getting still max getting checks. checks. Still getting checks. What's his name? Isn't it Bobby Bonilla? This, the Mets are still paying since, like... I think that's yeah. done now, but, yeah, the Mets it's have been, been since, like, the 90s. Yeah, or something like that. I think it just ended those <laughs> right. It's like God, 20 years, bro. He, he's been retired for almost 10 years. Yeah, and he like got that. like six more years of money. Hell. Six yeah. And that's the years. thing in baseball. Like the Nats were trying to sign Bryce Harper to a contract like that. Well, you know. Uh, well, I mean, to me, it would have been deserving because we. Yeah, but they defer that money so they don't have time, to go to right. the luxury tax and pay it out now. It's like, look. We'll pay you out for a long time for years to come. Yeah. It's sad, man. Uh, all right, well, we all know our brackets suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know who's going to win. Yeah, next subject. Uh, the Magic. The Orlando Magic blew up their team before the trade line deadline today. Sent everybody everywhere. Um, Aaron, uh, Aaron Gordon went to Denver. Uh, uh, Fourier went to Celtics in the center. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, he went to the Bulls. Um, yeah, the, the dude. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Flip, 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 flip. So, uh, how do the new players, how, well, how do the players, how are they fair um, with their new teams? Uh, and let's start with Aaron Gordon because he was like the biggest one that got that got shipped out of there. He he was yeah. pressing a, a, a trade. Uh, Jay, go ahead. I mean, I think the, the thing about it, we won't really know because – 
most of these dudes that's been traded, like this wasn't a major, like if Lowry had been traded, it would have been two stars, quote unquote. You know, it's like that's reaching. But most of these people are role players that got traded. So you're looking at like how are they going to really fit in with their team? We can't we can't know that yet. Like they didn't have like Orlando didn't have any bad personality people per se. Like they didn't have any anybody that was like problem, like problem children of the league, but they weren't really superstars. But I did see another stat where they now have the only like they're among the Detroit and there's one other two other teams, Kings, I think, that don't have any all stars on their roster. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox. Kings. No, but he's not an all-star. They say oh, they mean like, a, like he's not like an all-star, but he's like a right. He's a rising Nobody, star. Got it. Yes, yeah, exactly. They have no all-stars on their roster. Nobody that's in, that's ever been voted an all-star on their roster now. Gotcha. So I they mean, are literally the at ground zero. <laughs> the Wizards so close. Listen, listen. Every close comment close is not the same. Trey, close is wait, not the same. Every comment from you can't be, but the Wizards don't. But close is not the same. That's the thing. <laughs> we still like, got one. Hey that's, man, this team sucks. Hey, but man, the Wizards are worse. You hang your hat on that dude. I mean, but it's gonna feel. Look, he's gonna feel a hundred seats. He ain't got to feel like a thousand, but he's gonna feel a hundred because he's an all star. Yeah, Bill is an all star. He's a legit all star. There's gonna be a hundred people that's gonna want to yeah. see him. He's that's a starting all star too. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's, we gonna. It's really gonna be a wait and see. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be a wait. Talk about the Wizards. My bad. <laughs> because I mean, oh, nobody, nobody is really an impact player that they, that was traded. Besides Gordon. I mean, no, I think he's just the guy that loses think, the slam dunk contest. I think Oladipo no, no, no. is going to make Ow. more noise than, than Gordon. Gordon. Gordon shows he he shows up that three to five position because three to he four can and guard, half. Yeah, three to four and a half for sure, for sure. But he can guard Davis. You know, if you if you put him against like the fours, the pure fours, he has a size yeah. to you know to go up yeah. against those guys. Like uh, especially in the West, so I think he yeah. shows up Denver. You don't need him yeah. to be in the See, center because you got Joker. Joker that's yeah. gonna be nasty because Joker can throw oops like yeah. like he can assist. We yeah. know this, so, so we, he yeah. he gonna get some good. Yeah. He gonna yeah. it's like it's like Blake Griffin playing with DeAndre if he could pass, but he can't <laughs> he pass. Said if you know, <laughs> you know what I mean, he only can pass now, man. He can't, <laughs> he can't jump no more. Ah, yeah. So yeah. Joker, Joker, and Gordon. Yeah, that's nasty. I mean, the Denver, Denver, yeah, that was a good move for but Denver. But Oladipo, but Oladipo and Butler, that's that's pretty dangerous, man. But well, Oladipo just, has been injured, though, dog. It's not like he's like a. I mean, he still ain't no slouch. But but Oladipo and Miami, <laughs> period, because Miami got right. a, they, See, they got a team the where they win by committee. They got a Everybody gets to Miami the didn't yeah. really lose to get. Yeah, Oladipo. Miami, Miami has shown himself in the last couple of years to be. Is defense minded, right? You bring Jimmy there, and all the depot become, plays defense, and you got defense. So, the, out of the East, they become like, I guess, the third option, the third best option when you got the Nets. Oh, one of those Bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John, one of those. <laughs> no. What are you knocking for? <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey, He's back. Your window got frozen. So oh, did it. what about okay. last? Yeah. So what about uh, Rondo going to the Clippers, though? I mean, I mean Rondo going what, to the Clippers what, what, is cool. What was the message in the chat? Like, isn't he hurt? <laughs> oh, until playoff Rondo. Exactly. Playoff <laughs> I thought, Rondo I was, he was. 
That's fine. Right. The playoff, okay. it don't matter. The playoff run. Playoff run. Right. Listen, listen. Regular season, LeBron hurt. Regular season, eighty hurt. We just wait for play the, the playoff versions of them to come. It's fine. Right. Let them rest up into the playoffs. Right. It don't make a difference. Rondo's Rondo's going to play in the playoffs, and then he's he's going to show himself worthy like he usually does when it comes around the playoffs. I don't know what that means for um, the Clippers making a, a deep run in the playoffs, but you know it doesn't hurt how, to have a, a veteran like that on the team. How far did the season go before it was cut because of COVID? Like how far? Like it ended in March. It ended right? in March. Yeah, yeah March. it ended almost this time last year. So, so just about halfway. Right. So the difference, however, well, no, over halfway because we got over past halfway, um, yeah, all star all star game. So the difference is they've been playing for empty arenas this season more so. I don't think it really, like, I don't think it, as much as they are saying, obviously, but I don't think it matters if they play. They're like, yo, we can just wait till playoff time and ramp it up. Like, yeah, fuck but it. that's always the case though, right? Like they, It is. You, want, you saying, want to play. Again, you're not you want to play for arenas. If you had arenas yeah. full of people, yeah. you, you would want to play. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, I don't care. I ain't missing nothing. My family ain't really here. I ain't got no friends when I go to this city that's coming. No, nah, I'm good. All right. Um, what about any... what the Wizards did? What? They traded. Uh, they got. They uh, traded oh, Mo Wagner and um, Troy. Yeah. yeah, Troy Brown Jr. Yeah. Like Mo, I said, Mo, Mo I said that last week. Got to get rid of Troy, Troy Brown. Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner, um, Wagner, 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 right. Wagner. I mean, I was looking at some of the tape on, on this, this boy uh, from Chicago. He, he, What's his he, name? Uh, Gafford. Yeah, he's he, balling. He ball. Yep, he, he got ball. Some, he got he got he got a good motor. But does he so, fit mm-hmm. the scheme? I I think he, he does, can. man. He looks like I think he does. Too. I don't know. I don't know what his true offensive skill set is, but he looks like a younger Stephen Adams. What does Russ need? Mm-hmm. A Stephen Adams. If Russ had Gortat, it would be the same setup. Hands with Wall down. And Gortat. Mm-hmm. Like Hands eat, down. everybody yes. eats. Only now we got Bill that's proven himself to be a scorer. If if Bill was able to score at the level that he is now when Gortat and Wall were doing what they were doing, it would be dangerous. But he wasn't developed because he wasn't getting enough looks and nobody really respected him. But to put some time in. Right. Yeah. So, but now with if Russ can can have this boy run his pick and roll, and y'all gotta defend that and, and like clog up the paint. And Bill is just standing there or whatever he's doing. You know, I'm waiting on it. All right, thanks. Here go. Three. Let's go. It, it's going it could be it could exactly. be a nice little triangle. So let's wrap this section up. Uh, and <laughs> move on to the next one. <laughs> wrap does anybody, that envelope, B. <laughs> does any does any team with the trades stand to make a, a deep playoff run or a better playoff run because of their trades? Uh, I'll, I'll think, start with Trey. I think those nuggets. Those nuggets in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Wait, yeah. was that a typo? Yeah. Was that? No, I, I think the, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> the those autocorrect, nuggets in autocorrect, right? No, that's no, what I said. I meant to say that. I meant to say that. Yeah, I meant to, say yeah, I meant to type that. Yep. Mm-hmm. He said a word so, that started with an F and ended with a T earlier, so he he he, he oh, means everything he said. Wow. Wow. Fuckets? 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 Oh no! Oh no! Figures? What do you think? Hey, Dennis, stop acting like a. F- I'm sorry. So Whoa, nuggets, hey, oh, hey, back away so from the, nuggets, the microphone, sir. The, the Nuggets are going to make a, uh, a a deeper run than they would have. Um, whatever that means. I mean, they were what in the in the Western Conference Finals. 
I mean, yeah. Last almost this, yep. yeah. this last year, whatever it's called, uh, you know, right. with coronavirus, I don't know what right. time means, but the season before this one, they were in the uh, Eastern, um, oh, Western Conference Finals, so I'm pretty yeah. sure they're going to be back. Yeah. I mean, they, the top eight teams, the, the top eight well, teams in the West are the top set. eight teams in one, the league. One team, eight, well, two, well, the well, teams you ain't got to worry about in the West are the Warriors and the, and the Rockets, who were, there la- who, were, who were there the last few years. So you ain't got to worry about them. So, so I will say that we have a segment coming up in a little bit that might change some of this when we start talking about those injuries, but we'll we'll save that for then. Okay. Um, let's move on. Uh, it, it might impact some of this stuff. Doubt it. It'll make let's sense when on. we talk about it, but it's, it right. doesn't make sense to bring it up now. All right. Next subject. <laughs> uh, you said in a while. It's coming up now. <laughs> this next yeah. subject. Oh, uh, speaking of. So that was a really good segue. Yeah, there you, you go, go. Trey. Trey you go, All Trey. right. So let's go into that. Yeah. With the notable <laughs> NBA stars that are clearly out for a while, what are your predictions on a playoff outcome. So LeBron's out, LaMelo's out, AD's out, Giannis, KD. Uh, LaMelo is gone. Embiid. He's not out. Like, he's gone. Yeah, he's out for the year. Yeah. Like, but they weren't going to yeah, run Yeah, but he anyway. plays for Charlotte. You yeah, just said Yeah, they weren't going to run anyway. It's fine. I'm just, I'm, that's stars, but we're talking about, I mean, he's, he's a rising star as well. But they still got Rosier. And Embiid is out for a while too, right? Embiid's out for a little bit. Yeah, um, Patrick Beverly and Sergi Baca is out as well. Um, I don't know if Ibaka classifies as a star. He's definitely like a thick figure, but he's not a. Wait, how long is star. Uh, How long is Patrick Beverly out? I don't know. Good question. Uh, he, ain't, he ain't really a star I think, either. Right, <laughs> I think he's out for at least a couple of weeks. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Well, I mean, most notable were Embiid, LeBron, Lamelo, and Anthony Davis and Giannis, right? Those are the. Oh, and KD. Um. So, what are your predictions for uh, a playoff outcome? Let's do West East or East West. Giants. Nets are wet. Yeah, the net, the Nets are gonna are still gonna be good uh, with with who they have. I think Harden. Harden. You heard himself too. No, Harden was out too. Oh, no, this he's, last he's game they had nobody, and you saw how they got dusted. That's that's true. But they, it's, they again, it's unlikely. Are we, are we, it's unlikely talking that about all three. Are we talking? Are we talking about regular season nets or playoff nets? Playoff Rondo. Right. <laughs> playoff LeBron. So we playoff P. Uh-oh. Harden and Kyrie and KD when KD comes back. <laughs> playoff they're gonna P. Be the, they're going to be playoff no, themselves. Yeah, take that back. Um, I think the nets are good. I think the Lakers will be good. I'm not sure about the Bucks. Lead. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Bucks. But um, everybody else. Or is anybody ever sure about the Bucks? No, that's the thing. Bucks, exactly. Bucks are good for the regular I, season. I mean, a couple of years ago, they got ago PJ I was. Tucker now. They got PJ Tucker, so that shows up there. That's true. Corner to three. Yo, come on, man. <laughs> well, how much room they had to make in the locker room for his sneakers? <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Yeah, <laughs> they just uh, had to paint the corner. He's in New York, where he can literally just like get all the kicks. It's about to be ugly. It's about to be real ugly. Um, so John gave his prediction. Jay Hill, you go ahead and say what you think. I mean, I think the East is going to get way more. Um, it's going to be more of a traffic jam with everybody sitting down. Like the Wizards going to sneak in at number four now. 
like I thought. <laughs> Dude, why do so, you keep saying it's number so, four with the Wizards, man? Why you? Because it just sounds good. It's just it, it flows. Is that the way they lost they to the Knicks? McDonald's. Yeah, it flows. <laughs> Give me a number. What's that? Four. A fish fillet. <laughs> it, it must be some. So, hey, so look, I mean, fish fillet ends with it starts with an F and ends with a T too. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, not going there. Um, so um, I think the only thing, <laughs> like the only thing that's going to keep like the Stop next is now they got they got uh, Blake, but with anybody else, you like uh, who else is in the East? Philly ain't doing nothing. Like without Philly, ain't doing nothing. Philly. So I mean, it literally like it's going to be. A traffic jam because everybody that was kind of rolling is about to start. The Knicks are slowly creeping up, very. Slowly. And I mean everybody, else, but the, and the other teams are slowly creeping <laughs> down. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like people, you got so people slowly they might make it next season. Crash! Yeah. <laughs> wow, people gonna be ready. Damn. <laughs> I said that. Who did I say that about earlier, uh, Jay? I said somebody's gonna make up. Oh, with uh, JJ Reddick getting traded to um, where he go? Uh, no, not Dallas. He went to Dallas. Dallas? He was Dallas. Dallas. It was Dallas. And I was, was like, Dallas. they're gonna be dope as shit next year. Be ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, that's the thing like I think the East is going to be a little more it's going to go down to the wire the West like we already said the West has pretty much been set so unless the Sacramento Kings get what? some people out of retirement <laughs> in their prime <laughs> like Yo. they, you know ain't nobody, ain't nobody making no moves in the West you know it's interesting because I still see the same teams in the East being the teams that kind of come out on top. And I, I actually think the Heat will be the team that comes out of the East now. Um, I like them. I'm, they're my favorites to come out of the East, personally, um, with the with the moves they made. They made. Uh, uh, with Ola Depot and Butler being there. Over I think the they, Nets? If the Nets ain't healthy, yeah, sure. If Kyrie have another baby and, you know, KD's out. Uh-oh. You're talking about playoff Nets. He is. He's. I mean, he's. He's. He's sitting for a minute. He. They said. What did they, Steve Nash said? He's at the important part of this hamstring rehab. Like I guess this is the critical part. If he comes back too early, he could lose his leg for life. I don't know. That's not what he said. But it feels like that's where we are. I mean, that's where it feels like. That's where it That was super dramatic, yo. That's where it feels like they keep pushing it. Like he's almost ready. No, 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 not yet. Dude, what is what is the next record? What's their record? Damn. I gotta look it up. Um, hey Siri, what's the um, New Jersey Nets record? They are like thirty and fifteen. Thirty and fifteen. He's not coming back for the regular season. I mean, for what? Why would he come up. back? Shut her the fuck up. There's <laughs> 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 no um, reason for Durant to come back for the regular season if they're already over fifty and they're going to be in the playoffs. So I rush him back. Here's how it looks in the Eastern Conference right now: the top three teams are pretty much separated by a game and a half. So you're basically, that's it. Number four, Charlotte, is eight and a half games back from the four seed. I mean, from the three seed. So whoever is... They could technically catch up with Brooklyn. You know, they could go on a run. But but realistically, whoever's four to eight is going to get blown out when they go into the playoffs. Four to eight is going to get blown out. But you know, it's 10 teams because they're doing that whole little playing thing. Four to 10 is going to get blown out. (laughs) <laughs> like, like anyway, you cut it. The top four teams are the top four teams. Who are the top four teams? Philly, Philly, Philly Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Charlotte, Charlotte. Where are the Bulls in at? 
the Bulls. I mean, I mean the Heat. Sorry, the Heat. Oh, sorry. the Heat. The Heat of fifth. So the Heat Heat's right fifth. behind Charlotte. Right. They are half and a it, game. They half, half a game, game back. Right. From from their home court. So when you got those top five, we don't teams, even know how to play off. Have they even said how they doing the playoffs this year? No, are they, they doing it said. normally? It's a play. Like, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, is everybody playing at their own arena this time? I don't know. Probably. You know what I mean? They're playing at their so own too. arena all year. The home team so at home advantage. We don't have to. I assume they're going to just do what they're doing now. It out again. They're just going right. to try to get some fans in there. Basketball, basketball Island. We don't have to do that this year. <laughs> right. So the top five teams in the East are the top five teams that we, well, I mean, outside of Charlotte, I, I think you can switch Charlotte four to five, you know, between the Heat. But the top four teams are going to be the top teams to look out for coming out of the East. I still pick the Heat out of those. I mean, I would go Nets if they're healthy, Heat if the Nets aren't healthy. That's what I would say. So basically, you have the Heat making a run because they are nine games out of first place. Yeah, but that's and, regular and season. I think, and they, and I think they can do it. I got to look at their, their schedule. Season, I think they true, can do it. true. I mean, yeah, it's I, all about scheduling. We're not worried. I'm not even worried about their regular seasons. If they get in, they're going to make a play. If they, they get in. Right. If they get in. Right. Um, and in the, in the West, the West is set. To, yeah, the West. Well, I mean, if you actually look at the West standings, the West looks like it's going to be a little more of a traffic jam than the East. Top four teams. Utah, Phoenix, Clippers, Lakers. Phoenix is going to play himself yeah, out. Yeah, Phoenix. So, nah, I don't know about that. No, Phoenix ain't there yet. They you don't have, have Denver. Piece. You have They're Denver like at number away, five. Yeah. You have Denver at number five. Right. So Denver is going to make that run. <laughs> yeah, with the new piece they just got, they're going to make exactly. It Utah is a piece out from actually being like the team to watch out for. Um, I think who who's uh, bottom got a five? Three game lead though. Who, yeah, that's fine. Who's bottom five? Dallas, San Antonio. Oh, Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, De- Denver. No, you're right. Portland. Dallas, San Antonio. But then you, yeah, have, Memphis, still, you have Memphis and Golden State in 9 uh, and Memphis 10. And Golden State, yeah. Yep. Now, now, I will never sleep on Golden State because of Steph Curry. Like, if he's healthy, I will. they're a threat. I will. Yeah. That's, no, if he's that's healthy. Not enough. That's not enough. I mean, nah, not, he's not. Because they, they, they can Oubre's do going to start really making houses again. They're not, they're not going to make a run in the playoffs, bro. <laughs> they didn't make any <laughs> trades, too. They didn't do any trades for this season. Well, they tried. They didn't get They're not going to make a run in the playoffs. <laughs> Nobody wanted Uber. Same thing with Toronto. Like Lowry, they said, I saw that in the East. They were like, yeah, they didn't get good enough offers for Lowry. So he's going to stay till the end of the season. Just become a free didn't get enough donut offers for that. F- right. Anyway. <laughs> the hate is strong with this one. <laughs> the hate right. is strong with this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean. We 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 all we know what the what the playoff predictions are going to look like. We have to see what the next couple, like at least the next fifteen games. You just skipped me. That's all. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Trey. You weren't including in this. Oh. You only, you only oh. talk about the Wizards. Oh, wait, no, it did say it did say niggas. Never mind. Go ahead. Wizards. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 well, it's it, it's since it, I am qualified, I will speak. Um, the uh, hey, you the same my segue wall. was pretty much. That um, these injuries, I believe, that have happened will just mess up the seedings a little bit. 
You know, <laughs> like some teams will drop lower in the seedings, and then their star comes rushing back out. The you know, just like in Tech Mobile, when he comes running back out. So they look like an underdog, but they're not really an underdog. Exactly, and that's gonna mess up seedings, yeah. and people who should have made it further are gonna get eliminated sooner, and like the uh, it's gonna be all weird. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's normally somebody, one knocks off eight. Now it's going to be the Lakers who would have been the one seed is going to be like Madden. the five seed or something. Yeah. And they go, listen, you know, listen, like June I, Madden. listen, I said before, I said before, if I'm a Laker fan, right, I want the Lakers to come in at five or six. Period. Mm. I would I would prefer that. I don't need to be because they would play. Yeah. Yeah. Because they would play. They yeah, play. The be, they play uh, five plays two, right? Five plays four. Five plays four. No, five, five plays yeah, four. four. Yeah, so five plays four, that's a knockoff. And then you just kind of like watch the other teams kind of knock off the top seeds because one plays eight, two plays seven. Uh, it, that's what I'm saying. It gets weird. Like teams, so when we call, keep all these predictions that we're trying to make about who's going to make a run, uh, Jay hit it on the head with it's going to be like March Madness with the upsets because the teams aren't in the places they need to be in the right. seedings to be able to make those game. runs. In other words, they're going to face the Lakers too soon. Like a lot of those key matchups, like think about the baseball playoffs from this past season. A lot of the key matchups that you wanted to see happened early because the seedings were all messed up. Right. And so... You know the 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 the, the, kinda, the team the two the teams way. to beat matched up in the first or second round as opposed to in the finals. It's like when Houston played L.A. and they were like, "This should have been the finals." Don't nobody want to see L.A. go up against you know anybody else. But oh yeah, LA, hey, uh, LA. is it is it me or is Trey's mic super immaculate? Nah, he's he's fine to me. I think he's doing a Lionel Richie. So <laughs> he's doing definitely doing, doing a Marvin Gaye Lionel Marvin Gaye Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. <laughs> you know, I think that's what that's what's causing the ball. Hey man, why you joining, man? He's so that's comfortable how in his house, man. Play video games. How <laughs> 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 uh, they show you? They show you their knees in the camera. <laughs> All right. Wow. On that note, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> Every week, the last couple weeks, it's been a joke about trading. We took a break. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we DC niggas, man. We join on each other. That's, That's how we Hey man, you know, I gotta deal with my haters, man. That's all. Haters gonna hate my haters. Haters gonna ain't. Alright. On that yeah. note, we'll take a break. We'll be back. This is Sports and Things. In honor of Women's History Month, Sports and Things presents Greatest Moments in Women's Sports History. Jackie Jonah Kersey is ranked among the all-time greatest athletes in Olympic history, competing in the Heffalon and the Long Jump. She won three gold, one silver, and two bronze Olympic medals in those two events in four different Olympic Games. Jonah Kersey is also an active philanthropist in children's education and is currently serving on the board of directors for the USA Track and Field, the national governing body for the sport. She was the first woman who was not a swimsuit model to appear on a cover of Sports Illustrated and was also named by the magazine as the greatest female athlete of all time. And this has been greatest moments in women's sports history and welcome back to sports and things everybody are we going to get into a subject that's kind of uh, it's, it's highly con- controversial um it has to deal with uh the weight room debacle that happened with the ncaa ladies versus the men now i don't know if you guys saw the article i'm sure we did on the podcast but listeners uh it was uh said that the ladies weight facility or the training facilities were largely inadequate in comparison to the men's uh, 
facilities. John, you want to you want to give them some more insight onto what the facilities looked like. Uh, so yeah, I, I want to make sure that I get uh the story right. I want to get um the uh, the girl's name who uh who first posted the video. I think it was on Twitter. I believe it was Saturday. I can't remember. But uh, anyway, uh, so I apologize. You'll have to forgive me for not remembering her name. It's okay. But uh, an NCAA women's um, player posted a video where she uh, showed the weight room or the weight training facility for the women's tournament. And it was this small little uh, uh, weight, weight stack with about 12 dumbbells on it, like five, five pound, 10 pound, 15 pound dumbbells on it. And then she showed the weight training facility for the men's NCAA tournament. And it was this large ballroom with about 20 to 30 huge weight stations on it. Um, Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving were among the first uh, to respond in support of the women's saying that it was uh, completely unfair and very embarrassing. Um, I think she's a player for the University of Connecticut. So, again, forgive me. I'm going to try to find her name so I give, give her proper credit. So, that's, the, issue that's, is, the issue is the, the all, always standing issue that women in sports aren't treating, treated as equally as men in sports. And that comes to pay, facilities, training, um, you know, outreach. It's like you know, it does. It it's always the same thing. Um, it's not fair that the ladies, you know, because they have to train just like any other. They're athletes. They've been training their whole lives to be these athletes, and they should be given the respect and you know the facilities to do adequate training so that they are in pristine shape to put on these shows. You know, basically they're entertaining us. You know, at the end of the day. So, um, Trey, your thoughts, man. My, my bad, um, real quick. It's wait, wait, uh, Sedona, whoa, whoa. Sedona, Sedona Prince. Sedona Prince from the University of Oregon. She's okay. the one who posted the video. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to trade to go. So, this is, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a situation where... I'm scared. Um, this, these are college athletes. Um, so, all things... I think it's a good, uh, a good scenario to, to talk about it or make the comparison. Because um, if it were professional sports, you have the uh, possibility or the 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 what is it the concept that <clears throat> the NBA draws in more money than the WNBA or something like that. But this being college sports, it's an amateur sport. It's all it's the same thing. So there's no uh, there's no differentiator there. So I think this is a, a good opportunity to show that. The, you know, I, I, no one probably did it on purpose. Maybe it was an oversight, but it's a bad oversight. You know, but, but you, you, you can't. Well, not, you say it's not on purpose when they purposely built the facility for the women and the men. Right. They, they built these facilities. They they went yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It may have been on purpose. I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. It may have been different folks that did the because the tournaments are in two different locations, right? No, most of them. Are uh, no, I think they're. Yeah, I think they're. Um, they, that's I'll how they was doing it pre-COVID. They were see, all. Well, they were not. No, you you are correct. You are. No, so if they're two different locations, yeah. it could. I mean, it could. Yeah, they could be different. But if they were built by different people, then you know they didn't. Uh, 
at the end of the day. Obviously, somebody's at fault, but it doesn't. Yeah, right. It's not like they intentionally said, "Let's build this one for these guys," and th- you know. But they did though, because check this out. Every every sport, like every amateur sport, like we're talking about college, they have committees that approve this stuff. Now, who's on the committee that's approving? Like a writer, right? Who who like you get you get the printout. This is so, going to be so in the, the so facilities. The, so in that regard, the the responsibility lies on the NCAA because the NCAA True. is the NCAA. Right. There's no men's NCAA exactly. or women's NCAA. That's that's, a, NCAA that's what they're saying. Who, right. Who's saying gonna, that, yeah, this is how much money we're going to put up for men and this is how much money we're going to put up for the women's facility. I'm going to answer your More question. So, uh, oh, go Chantel, ahead, John. Chantel Jennings said um, that teams that get to the Sweet 16 – this is not just the first round, but when you get to the Sweet Sixteen, uh-huh. this is what this is what the women get versus the men: two bikes, one treadmill, two eight-foot half racks with a pull-up bar, five adjustable benches, two sets of dumbbells, five to fifty pounds, two iron grip seven-foot Olympic bars, eight sets of forty-five pound urethane Olympic plates, twenty-five pounds, ten pounds, five jump ropes. So it's, it's just mats, like a ride. Dumbbell. This is a rider. Yeah, it's a rider. Wait, wait, is this per team? No, this is no. This is this. Facility. These are teams. This is oh, a everybody facility. uses the same All equipment. Sixteen teams. And what the guys do? even during COVID they do? Yeah, that's the problem. I guess. That's what they were saying. Like, oh, wow. okay. They probably sterilized them. This was tweeted yeah, yeah. on March eighteenth. This was tweeted. What they say uh, the guys get? Uh, it doesn't say what the guys get, but. Um, they, I imagine they also showed this. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, well, she—that's what she said. She said, "I'm no weight room expert, but based off, um, you know, counting alone, I'm going to say that it's uh, a lot less than what's pictured uh, for the men's wow. tournament. Um, the men's swag bag versus the women's swag bag. I'm looking at a picture here of what they get. The men's get—I mean, they have like toiletries. They've got yeah. uh, uh, bags. They've got hats." There's a picture of all the stuff that's placed on a hotel room bed, and all of the men's stuff is covering the entire bed. You look at the women's swag bag; so, it's all placed in the center of the bed. <laughs> that's messed up. It's uh, NCAA is NCAA, so I don't see why there should be a difference. Agreed. I don't see why there should be. I mean, there's no legitimate reason why there should be. Maybe no, nah, I don't know. There is no reason why. There I was going to say maybe there should be different things, but that's not even true. Look, your number one, your number one women's team uh, should get this. Um, the number one team and the sixty fourth team should get the same thing as the number one team and the sixty fourth team for the men. Period. Why can't they just I, no, have I don't the know same about thing. that. I don't get the 64th it. Sixty fourth team maybe doesn't get what the number one team gets. I mean, how far you make it? Well, no, no, no. Rooms. What rounds you make it to should determine. You, you know, you get more stuff as you make it further, right? That's fine, but we're saying that the men, we're saying men and women. Are getting no, different they things. should not get different because right. one's a man and one's a woman. We all agree that, that that's not it's the argument. It's also based off of money, right? Because the men's tournament is making way more money than the women's tournament. But like that's it's the, all still but, the NCAA. But it's NCAA. So yeah, NCAA, NCAA is matter. It's but, NCAA. But hold on, Jay. NCAA is making all of that money, right? Exactly. Right, right. It's, it's all a, coming from the same. So it, but we know, it's different but we know, if it's a different league with two we, different no, organizations. No, we know and NCAA is getting all of that money. But right. we know our Honda Accord makes more money than our Honda Civic. That's kind of how they're looking at it. 
Right. That's how they're looking. So Honda, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, the, way the, the donuts is... in the, the donuts in the lobby of the car dealership can only be eaten by Accord purchasers or Civic and Accord. That, no, see, that's what I'm saying. These are, everybody yeah, these gets are for coffee only. No. Everybody gets no, no, coffee. No. When you when you come into the car shop at Honda, everybody gets coffee or it's dark cars. You Unless know, wherever your car is. everybody like, dark gets cars. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. Oh, oh! You're getting a Civic worked on. Sorry, you can't have the coffee. Only the people getting the Honda are worked on. They, they're making more money off the dude with the Honda. But everybody gets coffee. If I take my Toyota to the Lexus dealership, they looking at me like we gonna work on it. But you know, you got a Toyota engine in there, but right. <laughs> but you can't Lexus, say you, know, you can't the, the say SC, men are a Lexus and women are a Toyota though, because that's SC not double right, a, yo. You can't be saying it like that. What if her name is Alexis? <laughs> One of her name is Alexis. So the point is, NCAA is getting all the money. They need to be investigated anyway because of all this shit that was going on between the players not getting paid, the shit going on with the video games and all that. Like they just need to be investigated, hands down. I'm looking at pictures. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna tweet y'all the picture. It's giving money for sure, yo. It's crazy. This is it's very disrespectful, man. Yeah, they like and they, it's they, they historically like, disrespectful. The photo is it's just it's just a, a a placement stand with with dumbbells on it, like That's twelve crazy. dumbbells on it, and like five or six yoga mats. These girls, these these women, excuse me, these these ladies are in a bubble for three weeks, and yeah. that's how you got it. That's how they're supposed to be training. Right. It's trash, man. It's, any way you cut it, it's trash, and. I'm glad somebody took pictures or video and they posted it so everybody else could see how they're being treated in a bubble where they're supposed to be training to entertain people. Yeah. Right. And the NCAA. You, and you can't, you can't, we just debunked the argument that one makes more than the other because it's the same organization that's right. making the, all the money. Right. It's trash. <laughs> um, I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> well, let's move on to a, uh, another subject that is also as controversial and touchy um we talked about it last week but there are more cases coming out about um quarterback texans quarterback deshaun watson um i think he's up to like 14 or 15 um cases now of uh, sexual misconduct i think it's 16 but 16 cases of sexual misconduct and i'm not saying that you know everybody's innocent until proven guilty but 16 cases in like a week or two is a lot of cases to kind of like have up, up, just kind of come out of nowhere. Um, what? I guess I'll ask this question to the group. Um, let me see. What it says? What do their actions say about supporting women in the, the workspace? And I guess that's the NFL. Is it the workspace or some of those? Those were massage parlor. Or well, it's their workspace though. Their yeah, workspace, not the NFL workspace. No, no, that's no. not what you're saying. But well, it's a okay. two part question. Then. So, okay, the NFL protects their players to a to a t to a, to a certain point. Like at some uh, point, if one of these indictments becomes like real to Deshaun Watson, we're going to see the NFL flip on him like they did. Yeah, Roger Goodell goes everybody. hard on these people. Right. So, is he? <laughs> I guess the question is, it's two part. What is the NFL going to do or what should they be doing for Deshaun? Because Deshaun has his legal team that's handling his stuff. Waiting and investigating. Because you, you got to get investigate, some facts. Right? 
Well, as far as waiting, I mean, waiting to make any statements, pass any judgments, make any decisions. Basically, you're in, in the information gathering phase right now. What they need to do with Deshaun Watson is they need to get him off the field. They they need to get him. He he's got he's got to get out of the limelight. From what I understand, he's still practicing or working out. But uh, here's the thing, though: he Miami, would do that right if he facility. if he felt like he was innocent and he has nothing to hide. Yeah, I wouldn't show to work still, guilty. Yeah, yeah, but still, I, uh, but still, I think if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm going to Deshaun Watson and I'm like, look, I'm not saying that you're guilty, you're innocent till proven guilty, but this is really, really bad. This is very bad for you a lot of people. Like Including, including, well. including Roger Goodell. This is bad for me too. So I think for right now you need to lay low. I think you can still continue to work out. You can still continue to train, but you need to do it privately because you just need to stay out of the limelight. You need to stay away from from all of this mess until we can investigate it and we can clear your name or wh- whatever. So what happens if they if this actually if any of these cases go to trial, right? If he doesn't settle, if he settles, he, he looks guilty, guilty, right? If he doesn't sell, settle and he goes to trial, we're talking for a case like this with 14 to 16 indictments, oh, we're talking like six to eight months, right? So you telling him not to Might play? longer. I mean, the NFL sure. usually does an independent investigation as well. Right. And they're going to take the findings of that. Then he has an and then whatever comes out in the public, you know, for the... Because legal stuff is public, so that's why I'm saying it's like there's a lot going on in the news, but I don't think the NFL can act right now. I know John is saying that you know he should be uh, he should be pulled out, but um, they're not gonna pull him until something. I don't think you can make. I don't think you can do anything right now, like Snyder. Um, (laughs) Snyder's here until they can find something that sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We just compared Deshaun Watson to Daniel Snyder, by the way. Mm. I did mm. it for Trey. I wanted, I wanted to hear the, you know, mm. the, the sigh of life. Mm. But I, 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 I want to say this too. Sorry to interrupt. I want to say this too. You know, I was reading, I was reading an article. I think it was on CBS Sports. Um, so a lot of these came from massage parlors, right? Right. Um, I can definitely tell you that. There are many, many, many men who go get a massage, go to a massage parlor many, many. for oh, a certain many, 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 for a certain thing. I am not hey, trying to justify his action. But, oh boy. But I it, it seems as though I'm and I'm reading the details of, of his actions, which I think are, are, are pretty fucked up. But it's almost as if a lot of these women are are almost surprised. That men still come in there, and they are asking for any sort of extra sexual pleasure. Wait, wait in the massage parlor. Let, let's touch on that, John. Let's 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 stay there for a second because we've been to different places in the world where you know they tell you if you go to this place, sure, you're going for that, sure. Like you go for the massage, and it's like they'll ask you. Hey, you want something extra? And you can say yes or no. You pay your money and you get what you get. Everybody's happy. You leave. I imagine that those places exist 
in America as well. Of course they do. Exactly. So if well, Deshaun told, <laughs> if Deshaun has been told, I ain't told, no names. I ain't no snitch, but I, I've been it's, told it's the same story. It's like it, it becomes a if it if it becomes a story that is true about Deshaun Watson, it's not about the massage parlors. It's not about the the uh, the shock and awe. It's about the control and power. It's about exerts. You can, you can expect certain things, but the, when your actions take over, that's another that's another ball game. So, like, so Watson, what do we think? Watson is you mean like Robert ball. Kraft? So, right. what do you know? Well, Robert Kraft was not um, Robert Kraft's situation was not. Yeah, him he wasn't. He wasn't doing anything. Yeah, that no place got like, busted, yeah, and he just exactly. happened to be there. So everything was consensual there. and all that. He was right. just there right. when they got busted for doing that stuff. Yeah, like it, the same thing. Like okay, I, without touching on because we're touching <laughs> a lot of. Though. He's it not is. assaulting anyone. Assault it, is serious, bro. That's what I'm it saying. Is. It is right. right. And the thing, the, right. At the bottom line is like, if it's about power for Deshaun, then I get it. If he's saying, if he, if these women are saying he tried to exert his power over them, but if he went into a situation expecting something because he was told if he went there he could get that. It becomes something different. Like I don't know. Like I, it, my point is, we all know those places exist. If you want to go and get a massage, just, get a happy right. ending or something, you just know where to go. You and know who's It's who to just act, strange too. to me. It's just strange to me that someone with his clout, money, and connections who would know where these places are or could easily ask somebody to put him on to these different places would go around to other places that are not like this and try to force the women to do it. That's my like, point. It's just, it That's why I become about power. Sense. That's what I'm saying. So like, either he's crazy as hell, or something's fishy about this story. That's there's true. Your, there's your serial killer, Dennis. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not Wilson. Damn it! It's not Russell Wilson. God damn it! It's Deshaun Watson. Watson. Wow. wow. No. So, so if he's guilty of all these, That's a twist he's right a there. That's psycho. What's the twist? Like a psycho, a bro. Trey, he might be, bro. He might be. I mean, I'm, not, I'm listen, reading. I wasn't there, so I don't know. Impossible. I'm I'm reading details on the on the website. That that's publishing the article and it's and people talking. make stuff up on people too. That's it's, true. The timing of this is kind of really convenient for but all of the claims uh, are the, the same. Houston Texans. Yeah, all but you said that you same. said that when it was two cases. Now it's sixteen, dog. Yes. <laughs> and they're all the same. He is forcing himself on these women, even after they say no. That's like, crazy, there's a, man. There's, there's, there's yeah, a, there's but a, if they're concerted, the stories would be the same too. I'm not trying to so. Let me be careful here yeah, and be, be clear. Yeah, be careful. Please because be careful. he's not no, but seriously, he you know, I'm not condoning any actions like that. You know, and if he did this stuff, he's guilty. These women deserve better than that, and he deserves, you know, to be brought to justice. Yeah, right, held But but I mean, but wait, the wait. story the the lawyer is like he's a lawyer who was involved in pursuing the uh Gulf uh, oil spill from BP uh, years ago. Like this is a big time Texas lawyer, and so these massage parlor ladies uh, just find this high profile lawyer all of a sudden and start making you know coming to him. Like just who hooked them up with him? Who was powerful or in the same circle as this lawyer enough to even get this started? No, like, what happened I, with that is the lawyer went to them because the lawyer that's saw usually money sign. Yeah, and they want Deshaun to settle. But why? Because they want Deshaun to settle. 
No, but how did he find out about this, or how did he get involved? Yo, after after oh, in, after indictment call. number eight, this I yeah. mean indictment number two. No, no, was, he was from the get go. He was the one that brought this up. Oh, what the know, women didn't okay. bring this up. He did. We don't know the. We yeah, don't. We don't know. know. Uh, they we don't went know the to details. him. According to this guy, he says they came to him. Of course, that's his his story. Yeah. Nobody, he's not going to be on trial to 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 have to lie on or to speak on oath about did you discover them or did well, they discover that's you? That's what I'm saying. That's so something's saying. fishy. That's but, all I'm paying. Yeah, but at, at the end of the day, we see this as if Deshaun did these things and he's he's guilty Absolutely. of them. He should be, but he should be punished to the highest extent of the law. But when you when when it, when it was two cases or when it was four cases, they were saying that Deshaun should settle. To, to nip it in the butt. Not that he this is what court. the lawyer was trying to do. He was right. trying to quietly go yeah. to Deshaun, but Deshaun refused, to, you know, or whatever. He, yeah, so, I'm yeah. not giving you no money for this. And then more you people know, came out. And more people came out. Now we had 16. And it's like, all right, now you can't just, you can't just go and you can't just go settle. You can't. Because information is public and now the state's attorney messy. can now take action. Right. And now it's going to look messy if you do that. So... We just have to wait and see how it plays out. But I just hope that something just ain't right to me about it's this. It's not. It's not right. We won't know until all We're the cards are laid on the table. Week. So something just ain't Next. right about this. Right. I mean, yeah. Let's move on to something a little bit more jovial that me and Jay Hill can't really talk about. <laughs> 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 Baseball season did. is about to start. Yay! Yay! We're gonna have uh, opening day. When is opening day? Uh, April first for the Nets. I'm a novice. I'm a me. I'm novice. Novice. I actually want like when COVID's over, we we should do this as sports and things. I was talking about this when we were talking about the the varsity jackets. We should just go to certain events like yeah, hockey game, uh, yeah. football game, yeah. basketball yeah. game, uh, MLB game. We should just yeah. go and just like just go and be there. But no trips to massage parlors though. Oh, it's not happening. Oh, not in God. America. Oh what. Oh, no, Trey is right. Opening day is uh, April Jay, 1st. Wait, Jay, Jay Hill can't make that face. You were in China for like two years, bro. That's true. He's Shut no up. comment, right? He has no comment. Shut your so face. Anyway, opening day is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Opening day is April this 1st. This is a podcast, bro. Let me get, uh, <laughs> let me get your predictions. Early predictions, Trey and John. Uh, baseball, the baseball uh, Nationals win it all. Yay! Mm. Well, well okay. we'll see. Um, so, I'll say be uh, realistic, bro. Uh, spring training is not uh, 100% over yet, but I'm looking at the standings for the NL East right now, and the NL East is going to be the toughest division for anybody to beat. It, um, like, usually is too, bro. It, it usually is, but you know how the NL East – you should. They generally have about three out of the five teams that are really, really good. Like all five teams are going to be good. Like they, all five teams. Could Even the Trash Marlins. Yes. Remember the Trash Marlins were in the playoffs last year. <laughs> and let mm-hmm. me tell you what their record is in uh, spring training. They're eleven and five. They're eleven and five. The Mets are ten and nine. This is this is uh, as of today. Mets are ten and nine. Uh, Braves are twelve and eleven, the Phillies are eleven and twelve, and the Nats are eight and nine. So it is spring training. I will say that the Mets generally start off really, really well, and then when June hits, they start to slump. 
the Nats always start off slow, and then they always pick up steam a little bit later. The NL East is going to be really tough. I'm fearful that the Nats will probably win 80 games at 85 games, but will lose because they don't have defense. Not having a good third base. Starling Castro, I think, is going to be the starter for third base. Carter Keboom. Carter Keboom was this all hype, and he just. He's absolutely trash. He just he's, he sucks. But um, we all know Trey. You know Mike Rizzo is a is a pitching guy, so he bases his the, the whole team on on pitching, and he doesn't really beef up the defense. Yep. So even though the defense isn't bad, it's it it gets neglected for pitching. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we got rid of um, uh, who was in who was in right field? Uh, he went to oh Adam Eaton is gone. Adam yeah. Eaton's gone. He went to he went back to the White Sox. So that means Juan yeah. Soto's over in right field. Um, you know, it's I don't know. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I still think that the uh, are we moving Juan to right? Because he was I playing think, left. Yeah, I think we. I think he's moving to right now. Uh, I think the Dodgers are still gonna take it again. I think they're the team to beat. I think they the Dodgers are definitely the team to beat in the National League. Yeah, I think they're um, they're, they're just they're just. They're just fucking good, man. Uh, but you know, don't don't count out the San Francisco Giants, um, and of course uh, the Atlanta Braves, who I know you hate. But that's my prediction. I think the Dodgers take it all the way. Yeah, Braves, God dog it. Yeah, sorry, but they don't have Freddie Freeman anymore. He's gone. Freddie Freeloader. Yeah, I think Freddie Freeman's gone. But you know, if Steven Strasburg can stay healthy. This year, which he did last. If Max Scherzer can stay healthy and Steven Strasburg can stay healthy. And <laughs> if Joe Ross can just be a little bit more improved, our pitching is going to be insane because, um, oh, I forgot, Kyle, a- Kyle Schwarber's in center field. So that that's that's going to help defensively. But Oh, so Robles is moving to one of Robles the. Robles is moving over to left. Yeah. But, you know, Robles is a really good center fielder. I think man. that's what I was thinking. Robles is a very good center fielder. And that fielder. boy played the year we won the championship. Like, he right. was all over the place yeah. out there. You know, he can make those catches at the wall, but so can Kyle Schwarber. So I think that's why they moved him to center and they moved Robles over to left. Uh, but, you know, all that to say, uh, I'm really looking forward to the start of the season. It's like April 1st to me is like the real start of spring. Um playing Walk of Life by Dire Straits, watching mm-hmm. baseball. Like, it's a whole celebration for me. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Who, who you got winning it all, Trey? The Washington Nationals. Okay. That's what I, mean. uh, I don't know. We're going um, to I'm interested <laughs> to see if <laughs> the Angels really uh, break out this year because uh, last year, COVID year, they didn't really kick in like, you know, I thought they would with yeah, their – own had a bad year. Yeah, they they never really got started. Last year didn't. I mean, you know, I'm sorry, Dodgers fans. You know, I'm not really trying to hate, but last year really don't count, man. Like it just <laughs> didn't really. Like baseball season didn't don't really. Tell that to Dennis. Yeah. What did he say? He said last year don't really count in sports. What? No. Well, for the baseball is particular. Oh, for baseball. For baseball. Oh, yeah, that say, season wait, wait. was just weird, yeah. bro. The standings, if you look at the standings, there was no real separation between the teams. That right. season just didn't yeah. really it it just it it was it was it's, it's gonna be different. I think they're allowing fans in the stands this year. I think the Nats And they're gonna play 162 games. They're gonna they're play the whole season. The whole season. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so, remember all the COVID outbreaks and teams didn't play for two yeah, weeks. Man. And it's just, last season was horrible, man. All the way to the World Series when the Dodgers won the World Series and they found out what's his name. Justin Turner. Justin Turner could come celebrating with COVID <laughs> with no mask on. He's like, what you mean I ain't going to go celebrate with my friends? Like, with no mask on, on, with COVID. <laughs> Everybody gets coronavirus. No, you can't celebrate. No, you cannot celebrate with them. Sorry. Shit. Watch. <laughs> I'm coming out there, dog. <laughs> Everybody gets coronavirus. All right. All right. So th- those are our picks. We got the Nationals. I got the Dodgers. I mean, which one's realistic, though? Dodgers? The Dodgers. Dodgers. Trade just on a, on a, on a hopeful whim right now. That's cool, because we're going to break it anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with the next segment. This is Sports and Things. Hey, family. I want to let y'all know how to find us online and get the latest updates. Here's the rundown. On both Instagram and Facebook, it's Sports and Things. That's spelled S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore A-N-D underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z. Sports and Things. On Twitter, it's at Is Sports. That's spelled I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Be sure to click the like button and the follow button too. And now, back to today's episode. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. We're going to get into our next subject. Um, we're all musicians, and I think two of us in this podcast are working currently uh, nine to five jobs. And we had a conversation a little earlier, and we thought we should bring this debate to the forum of the podcast. Um, not that we're foreign, like myself and John are foreign to working nine to fives. I worked nine to five for a long time before I uh, solely went to becoming a professional musician i'm sure john did as well i mean and we work jobs throughout the course of our careers as professional musicians we all have um the question is are you willing to willing to risk leaving your nine to five to become a full-time musician and what does that mean what does that look like when you do so um let's start with the the working men <laughs> in in the podcast well that's not true I, we john you teach i teach so it's not like we're not working and we're not doing other things, but you know, in terms of like working like a job that's not that's, I guess technically not music related. Um, let's start with Jay Hill. Um, nah, it's it's a, it's too much of a gamble. It it depends on a lot of things. Obviously, if you're good at what you do, you're sought after. So obviously, if you if you're good at what you do. You you run in the right circle, um, and for the most part, you're an overall good person. It's sustainable. To me, is it's a little too shaky. You gotta be. You have to be a jack of all trades and a master of none to really be um, to to really be able to sustain it. And, you know, if, if you don't have you also got to have a drive, too, because you got to be willing to to sacrifice for whatever drought time that is. If that's a week, if that's a month, if that's a couple months, I ain't done nothing in a year. You know, you got to be able to mentally be able to handle that as well as just financially. And that's. Yeah. But at what point what what drives 
somebody in your position to be like, fuck this, man. <laughs> right, because you're a singer. So like, responsibility the, in life. At, at the end of the day, like me and John play instruments, so like we could go work. Like the work exactly. never really dried up for me. Exactly. You know, as a musician, I can go play at church. I can go. I'm a lot more. I'm a lot more. But, I'm a lot more expendable. So, so the key difference between us two and you two is you guys are play. Y- y'all play rhythm instruments, right? We're so you guys can can. We're accessible. Can look for work what it is, in other people's. Can look work in other people's. nigga. <laughs> in other people's yeah thing like say what Jay and train. I Jay and I are either either <laughs> Jay and I are either leading our own thing yep. or like you said an accessory for someone else right. but we we're in like I play a lead instrument and Jay sings we're in we're in lead situations so it's either our own thing or if we work with someone else like you said it's accessory to another lead cuz can't two people lead at the same time so like when i'm working with a singer i'm just filling in when she's taking a breath i'm not like you know uh, when i was doing the same thing when i was doing supporting vocals it's like yeah yeah vocals for a lot of people you're not but at the same time it's like either it's not paying or facilitating enough like again if you get in that if i'm doing supporting vocals for for prince that's different you know what i mean like yeah but on the contrary i will I, i will say this when I when I gave up teaching to become a full time musician, um, you know, as Dennis said, it, it's it's probably easier for he and I because we play rhythm instruments. But it was really really difficult for me to get a gig, um, because nobody thought you were as accessible as you made yourself. Yeah, like, that's like, what it is. Like people don't know. Like oh, you, I you know what's I, funny I, too? I didn't ask you because I thought you was tied up. Yeah, but if I put out an APB and I say, yo, I quit my job, I'm available. The problem that I ran into was that, number one, gigs were already filled. So nobody was Again, yes. Number two, the other thing was I had to pick and choose which gigs to take. If I want to play every night, then I have to be willing to say, I'm going to go play in Adams Morgan every Friday night and only come home with like $50. Exactly. That ain't shit. Not. You know what I mean? So for, for Dennis and I, we were very blessed that one of our homies reached out to us and one thing led to another and things looked up. But for somebody like Trey and, and Jay Hill, I think y'all still kind of fall into the same category as what I fell into because your your jobs are not as in demand uh, as ours are because no you got to do your own thing to, we have to gotta, be the artists to make this thing. work but yeah. it's not it's not it's not something that is uh obviously it's very difficult but it's not something that is impossible you know we've seen it happen right it just really no really it's depends. not it yeah, just really depends on but the, but the problem but is, you, is like where you, said, you are the, in your life but the question i get True. is the question i get is can you get a band together to do this gig not can you come be on this gig? See, that's a different type of question in, in a whole other animal. <laughs> yeah, so, but that's so, because but, you're you're almost a front man in the in behind somebody, so it doesn't count. So shut the fuck up. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so I mean Jesus. I mean it is just it's always like not can you come do something. I mean, if I had just a boom box and a mic stand, I'd be gigging. Right. But that's not what's gonna. <laughs> that's not what's gonna cut it. So, and the Go thing ahead, is, for like, 
if you're going to be an artist, so you're talking, and I, I'm not, I'm not trying to discount you guys, but you guys make most of your money, I believe, off of you know playing uh, gigs for other artists. So I know you both are artists in your own right, but that's not your main bread and butter. Now the thing is. Like if you're like me or Jay Hill, where we're in a situation where like if we want to make some money off of this, it has to be as an artist. Uh-huh. Well, you know, as an artist, uh-huh. you have to choose. You have to choose as an artist whether you're going to either be a starving artist or a tired artist. <laughs> One of the Jay two. I are tired artists, meaning you have two. to work a job and do your art. But you know what's funny though? I made that choice too at one point. I remember I was when I was working. I was working a forty-hour shift for a, a, a contractor for HUD. And I was playing five nights a week. We were Same. doing Felix. We were doing Felix every mm-hmm. Saturday, and I was playing at church. So I would yeah. get, I would, we would get done with Felix at two. Yeah. We wouldn't get home till four a.m. I had, had to be, be at church at six. seven. You right. know, in six, reality, seven. is yeah. you can only do that at a certain age and yeah. with a certain body. Yeah, 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 sure. Start getting That's kids and wives and stuff. Responsibility. It doesn't work no more, man. I was in the same situation, man. I worked for an internet company in in Sterling, Virginia. And uh, they had lax hours. They let me come in at nine, even though I was supposed to come in at uh, seven thirty. They let me come in at nine, and I could leave like around three. So I had some really relaxed hours. However, every time I came home, I was dead ass tired because I would either want to go and gig, or I want to stay up and make beats, and I would stay up late. But I couldn't because I had to get up and go to work. So I had to sacrifice something. And it wasn't yeah. until I realized that my drumming skills and just my whole love of music was dissipating that I was like, fuck this. Like, at what point are you willing to risk it all? That was my breaking point. Yeah. And I realized that I was not having, and I was making a lot of money at that right. time. This was back in like 2003, 2004. I mean, I was, I was nearly making six figures, but I was not happy at all. You know, and it's funny that you say that, John, because I remember the switch. I remember the breaking point for me when I was working and I got sick. I got the flu. And I was out for two weeks and I was sitting at home and I was like, I'm not going back. I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to figure it out. Like I'm not yeah, going back. Right, yeah. My yeah. boss called me and yeah. she was like, uh, you've been out for two weeks. Um, are you like, good? Yeah, I, know. I was like, I'm great. I'm good. She's like, you're not coming back. Are you? I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm good. And then, you know, what's crazy too. Like just to kind of like, and you fast forward, I think, uh, once I made the switch and I decided like, I wanted to be a touring artist. I wanted to, I wanted to, focused primarily on touring um, and they got the opportunity you know they say opportunities when uh, a success is when opportunity meets preparation so yep. we had been working on stuff for a while and yep. then me and John got the opportunity to go out and tour and I remember coming back home and then never getting called for anything when I was home and I remember the story being you're always gone it's like you're I always you gone yeah. Yeah, yeah you're always gone want, and I, was I don't like, want it Anybody that's gonna be exactly. here for for three weeks. Oh yeah, well, leave. like when you're trying to build a band, and like, shoot, Dennis. Honestly, exactly. the, okay. So people who listen to this podcast don't know. So Dennis plays bass for me, right? So what? Sometimes I'll be thinking. <laughs> no, no, no. He plays bass he for me. He didn't know. He plays bass for me. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, he play plays bass for, for a lot of us. <laughs> Both of y'all are wrong. Plays bass for everybody. Right. Right. <laughs> but, Only bass. But, Only bass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyway, you know, so when I do gigs, I call Dennis for gigs and stuff. And sometimes I'm like, dude, I hope this dude is in the country. You know, like, exactly. so, you, you you know, you know, you, we all have that our becomes an issue if you're trying yeah. to keep your band yeah, consistent. And this dude lips. is about to disappear and be like, I'm be gone for three months. Uh, but you, you know, gotta, you gotta like, cover, I you know, know there are countless like I can 
count on multiple hands how many gigs I had to like turn down because this dude wasn't here because John wasn't available. I've asked John to do gigs. Like, like it's, it's just been that kind of setup. Like, I really don't want to run with anybody else. You know who your squad is. And I mean, we, we brothers outside of music, but you know, talented people when you did, and you just like, even if they ain't talented, you like the way they, they lock into your sound. Right. <laughs> like, right. yo, yeah, you know, it's garbage. different. It's, <laughs> it's, it's different in my, in, 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 this is the last thing I'll say about it. And we can move on. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also in a wedding band. And when I started touring, uh, my best friend who runs the, the wedding band, Aaron Broadus, was like, oh, no, shit, you're going to be gone. That means I got to get a sub. And then he when I came back from tour, he said, so is this going to be an every year thing? I was like, bro, I might be gone 200 days out of the year. Yeah. But because of who he is and because we've known each other for 30 years, he was like, your gig is safe. Whenever you come back, right. it's still your but gig. But you're not always going to have something like that. No, that's, not at all. Well, that's no, like no. family for you. That's right. different. See, that's why I'm saying I, I think my, 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 uh, my situation is a little bit more fortunate uh, because of, of uh, the opportunity and uh, the, the opportunity that I'm getting by way of the person that I know. Yeah, I you got know, one more again. Thing the too. circle, and that's my, the circle. Didn't mine's too, and I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you close, Trey. But mine's is kind of similar too because I work as I not only work as a basis for every pretty much everybody that I work for. I also work as most times as a musical director, and a lot of times I'm also doing a lot of the production stuff too. Like I'm doing exactly. head of production. I'm doing I'm doing all the the technical behind the scenes stuff. So even if I'm not there, I'm still doing two other roles. If I'm not playing bass, you see what I'm saying? So like I'm still a part of every production, whether I'm playing or not. Like I remember coming home, um, we were on a two we we had like a week break from uh, festival runs that we were doing, and I work as a musical director for artist Frederick Garnet. I just went and went to his rehearsal because he was getting ready to do the Capital Jazz Cruise, and I just went to the rehearsal just to make sure they weren't messing up the music. I went in, and when I walked in, the musical director of that band that was playing with Fred handed me a microphone and was like, direct this band. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, because he said he been trying to call me, but I was like, he ain't trying to call me, dog. You, you know, you, I would have been there to call me. But Fred, Fred called me, and Fred was like, I don't think they, they really took the time to like learn my music. And I was like, that means they didn't take the time to learn the stuff that I wrote. And I was like, that's not going to fly, because like, you know, so I, I went, I just walked in casually. I didn't, I, I, I wasn't, and it, we know all the same cats. So DC's small. So we know all the same musicians and all that stuff. That correct that. Correct that. DC is not small. It's only small if you're good at what you do sure. and people know you. Very true. Continue. Right. <laughs> right. So, every city got the same. That's what I'm saying. Every city has this same conversation, this same makeup. Like, yo, it's cats and they're singing. Like, no, if you ain't no good, ain't nobody going to know you. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. So I walk into the rehearsal. Cats know me. And they hand me a microphone. And I just direct the band. And then I leave. And then I don't play the gig. I don't even go on the gig. Like, I'm not there. I'm, we're back out on the road with, you know, the, the main thing we're doing. So I think that at the end of the day, um, we're fortunate that I, well, I'm, I know I'm fortunate that I'm able to wear multiple hats for multiple people. And I never really run into the conflict of, like, I'm out. So I'm getting replaced. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm out. I still have to do these other roles. Like, they still contact me. You don't have to me. just play your bass to get money. Exactly. And I can we can do that. Me and Trey can do that. But again, it still it still requires a different sort of setup. I could do session work. Yeah, I could. You know, I could record. I could be mm -hmm. that 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 demo mm -hmm. artist. I could yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. But it's just a different sort of setup that's necessary.
necessary to to get in that circle where somebody's like, oh, you just need somebody to demo a song. I got a guy. So you're not willing to risk it all. <laughs> I nah, was. Man, he got that on the It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. That's right. He got that widget yeah, sign so, up. He ain't doing it. This so, mortgage, this mortgage makes it a little difficult to risk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. so yeah. I mean, like I said in the text today, I don't do broke. So, whatever arrangement I figure out, and dude, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna act like it's settled. Like I'm still figuring it out, right? I'm still working it out. Um, whether it's you know trying to make the right investments or trying to set myself up so I don't have to have exactly. a job or work some other thing. I'm still, look, I'm still praying to God to figure out my path in life and different things, bro. I'm only 40. Like I know we joke about that being old, but it's really not that old. Right. And the reality is I'm still figuring it out. And if there's a way I can not have to have a day job and, and do my thing, you know, I'll do it, but it's only under certain circumstances because I need to arrange myself so I can have you know the uh be able to have the income that i want to have though i don't yeah. want to do it yeah. under under different circumstances and so the other thing that i was going to say was to piggyback off dennis i also wear multiple hats but it's not just in music the other thing is that um it's a gift and a curse more of a gift is that i'm good at some other things too i'm good at business i'm good at you know it and and technology stuff and i always have been um, that helps a lot with music not, and with production and stuff like you. that. It's not but, something that feels like a job to you because you're good at it. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, it depends <laughs> on the circumstances <laughs> right, you do right, it in. Right, 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 in, right. in a nine-to-five setting, it makes it like that because you spend more time dealing with people's BS than you do doing the thing that you do. So yep. it does feel like a job to me because <laughs> I don't actually get to enjoy doing what I do. But um, the thing is, if you're good at something that can make you a, a, a quantifiable amount of money and you just don't do it because you want to play music and you like, like what kind of sense would it make for me to be just sitting around here doing nothing, waiting for my phone to ring? Not saying that all musicians do that, but I'm just painting a scenario. Right. Right. When I know I can do X and make a lot of money doing it. So of course I'm going to do it, but I need to just look at how I balance it and how I turn the tables to where I want to be. That's all. Yep. And I mean, it's it's just like people have different struggles in life. That's my struggle. I'm trying to get to where I can allocate more of my time to what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And I think we all are at the end of the day. And, you know, that's the struggle that most musicians run into. Do you work a nine to five or do you pursue music full time? We can have it. We should open this debate up for to other musicians that we know as well. We we can table it for now. We all know how we feel about it as sports and things. But we should open this conversation up to other musicians just to get different perspectives on what they feel about it too. Um, next subject. <laughs> we can have things, a, uh, a special podcast called DC Loves Paychecks. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're going to go to the sports and things news now. Thank you, Trey, for that. Um, with John Lane. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Mr. Turner. I'm John Lane. <sighs> This is the Sports and Things News on Thursday, Yay. March 25th, 2021. We're going to start with oh, yeah. the incident uh, uh, that happened in New York City New uh, York between City. Um, a bagel cashier and a woman who people are calling Bagel Karen. So uh, a woman, mother of three, who uh, there's she a viral video kids. out. I didn't know that. Yeah, there are three kids. Uh, she walked into a bagel place and apparently was not wearing a mask. Her children were not wearing masks. 
And the worker at the cashier said that the, uh, he could not serve her because um, uh, she wasn't wearing a mask. She got upset and called him the N-word. Uh, called, him, called him a bitch-ass nigga. Quote. Uh, that guy has been, I believe his name, well, they're calling him Vic. They haven't, they haven't given a last name. Anyway, um, a lot of love has been shown for the bagel cashier, Vic. Uh, it keeps getting better for him. Um, a spokesperson for Mercy College uh, told TMZ that they reached out to him about a scholarship so he can further his education. Uh, they were told that the calm and respectful demeanor in which Vic handled himself is what drew the attention from the uh, the college. Uh, they're going to discuss it with him about what the scholarship, if the scholarship makes sense. Uh, Vic told them that he's definitely going to accept the offer, uh, and he you know he wants to study business management. I guess he sort of wants to buy a bagel place. So he can ban bagel can from his facility. <laughs> Uh, he's a 30 year old baker employee uh, briefly attended college for about a year in Belgium but left the school to pursue professional soccer Um, but he's very humbled by the offer incredibly appreciative of the scholarship the New York City bakery employee uh, had to deal with shocking racist behavior from the woman in the new with the new moniker Bagel Karen I think her name is Stephanie Denaro if you go to her Instagram uh, there is a photo of her wearing a uh, MAGA hat. So that sort of explains a lot. Yeah. Um, I believe Vic has filed a lawsuit against her. Um, I'm not exactly sure. But um, people have been flooding the bagel place and showering him with gifts. A guy walked in and gave him a, an envelope with a $100 bill in it. They gave him gift cards. or stuffing his uh, tip jar with money. So... He's very humbled by it. So, shouts out to Vic. Uh, he wants to spread the message that sometimes, uh, you know, he's he's taking the Dr. Martin Luther King route. You know, the only thing that can drive out hate is love, and he chose to be very calm, uh, very collected, not to spew any hate back at her, and obviously it worked in his favor. So, shouts out uh, to him, um, and hope that everything works out. Uh, next story, uh, the village people are in the news. So <laughs> we spoke last week about the Grammy Awards. So uh, the Y-M-C-A. founder of the village people, Victor Willis, apparently uh, is saying that the Grammys disrespects recording artists and they have a hall of fame that's so lame that the group's rejecting the recent, in- the group is rejecting their recent induction of its mm-hmm. biggest hit, the YMCA. Um, Harvey Mason, the famous drummer who played for uh, Herbie Hancock and Foreplay, I believe is the Grammy interim president, I guess until they find a president. I thought uh, his son was the president. Or maybe it's his son. I'm sorry. Harvey yeah, Mason, Harvey Mason Jr. Jr. Yeah. Um, they told him that, you know, declining the induction in the 2021 Grammy Hall of Fame because it is the hall is lacking and not taken seriously by the Recording Academy. Wow. Yeah, the cop in the village people takes serious issue with the lack of attention Grammy Hall inductees get, saying there's no mention of them during the actual Grammy Awards, and there's no induction ceremony. Mm-hmm. So wow. for the record, the iconic track YMCA specifically was inducted into the Grammys Hall of Fame in December, 
because it's only for singles or albums, not the artist. But Victor's not even down uh, with them honoring the song. So uh, as a founding member, he is declining his induction into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Um, how do you feel about that, Trey? That's admirable. <laughs> yeah. Turn his camera off. <laughs> he unmuted himself. Sorry, I, I stepped it. I stepped away for a moment. What did I miss? Oh, okay, so the next story. Um, <laughs> um, this is a story that was brought to me by Jay Hill. A uh, fifty-year-old man uses a deep fake to appear as a young woman. It's a crazy story. Uh, Really? Story, story that was uh, written by uh, Duria uh, Ozdemir. And an impressive deepfake tech, the impressive deepfake, deepfake technologies are pretty, I mean, they're pretty much, they're, they're kind of dope. It's like Instagram on steroids, Instagram filters on steroids. Um, and we're starting to see a lot of it, uh, especially on social media. So over the weekend, a popular Japanese Twitter user, I'm going to mispronounce his name, uh, Azusa Azusaga Kuyuki has revealed he was using deepfakes to create a new female persona and came clean to his deceptions by going on a Japanese television show. Um, he actually admitted it. Nobody found him out. He admitted right. it. That's he the crazy it. part. Monday Late Show, uh, which was reported by the BBC. If you look, uh, I mean, she looks like a very beautiful Japanese girl. And then when you look at what he looks like, it's like Remember when Black Planet, uh, when we had Black Planet and people started posting pictures of themselves from like 30 years before? Yep. It's exactly like that. Um, the Twitter account is filled with images of a young woman, which at first seemed quite normal, uh, but they are produced using editing tools. And you can see the real man and the fake person uh, side by side in a photo that is uh, also posted on their version of Twitter. Um, I'm going to post it on the uh, is Twitter so y'all can see it. Uh, it's pretty hilarious. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's been going on lately. So people be on the lookout if you're on um, those dating websites. Just, just, just be warned. Uh, I'm John Land, and this is the Sports and Things News. You know what's funny? You guys, anybody remember the show uh, Hookers on the Point? The documentary that used to come on HBO. Yep. You yes. remember yeah. Hookers at the Point when they did Hookers at the Point in Hawaii? No. Mm-mm. There was an episode of Hookers on the Point. Or was it hookers at the point or on the point? I can't remember. I don't remember either. Anyway, remember. hookers at some, some point, and it was an episode where they did in Hawaii, and they started interviewing this lady named Barbie, and they started showing pictures. She was like, yeah, I've been a street worker um, for like the last four or five years. Hookers at the point. Hookers at the point. And they kept, they kept showing these pictures, but as the pictures got older, like as she started to like get younger, it's like, wait a minute. That's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like wow. it just kept going. It just kept going back. Barbie used to be named Michael. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was wow. Damn, he's a dude at a prom with a girl, and he was like, he had the he had the whole uh, operation done, everything. But when you're looking at Barbie, when she when she's talking, she's stunning. Like it's like you can't tell at all. And then mm. it's like, wait a minute, oh, like. God. He's like, in, in, in the way she's talking, she's like, yeah, I'm not really close to my family and because, you know, of my lifestyle and this, this, this. And they just kept, like, every time, every, like, five seconds, they show another picture of her, of her you know, then they show a picture of her in the operating room. 
Then there's a picture of her with like a boy haircut. You're like, wait a minute. Man, y'all stay married, man. <laughs> Just stay married to your wives. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah. Um, all it's right. A good idea. Uh, let's get to our next topic, which is artist of the week. And let's start with Trey Ely. Um, so for my artist of the week, I think I'm going to go with uh, yeah, a pick Michael. Again. Yeah, I, who? I, I'm who I've been listening to this week. I'm looking at. Uh, I'm gonna go with Michael Brecker. I thought, said, oh, I thought he was gonna say Micah. Yeah, I thought you said Micah too. I was like, come on, dog. Let it go, bro. Oh, no. made a whole, we made the whole thing, and y'all niggas said it. We, no, we thought he said it. <laughs> we thought he said it. All you had to say was, "I'm not gonna tell you who I thought he said." That's all you had to say. Yeah, but then one of y'all, y'all, one of y'all would have chimed in. It's fine. We gotta uh, bring, listen. Wait, we're gonna bring Micah back. I keep saying we're gonna do it. We just. I just haven't made the phone call yet. We're going to bring him back. <laughs> so, yes, my artist of the week is saxophonist Michael Brecker. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He, di- he died somewhere around, I think it was 2007. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I remember I was in New York playing a, a gig at a wedding on Tavern on the Green. Um, and, you know, I learned about Michael Brecker passing away. And so I think it was like 2007, something like that. But anyway, Michael Brecker, the Brecker brothers, he played often with his brother Randy, who's a trumpeter, still around, uh, but Michael Brecker. January 13th, uh, great... 2007. Wow. Yeah, there That's you crazy. go. One of the great jazz fusion saxophone players. I mean, and, and not to say that he didn't, he didn't play jazz as well, but I think he's best known for his fusion work. By the um, way, little known fact about Michael Brecker, he's also a phenomenal jazz drummer. Um, really? So, so it, it's not as small known fact in the musician circle because Michael Brecker, one of his most uh, appealing qualities of his saxophone playing is his time and rhythm right. in his sure. improv- improvisation. Mm-hmm. He, he is known to drive a solo and, and really just play with time like it's his, you know, you know what? Whoa. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not that. No. Wait. He meant the other one. He meant the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. The other one? <laughs> he got two? He got two of them. Now there oh, are two God. of them. Moving on. God. Oh, Lord. That's the subject. That's the that's the title. Michael Breaker got two of them. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Louise. But anyway. Rest in peace, Michael um, Yeah. He, um, but, but yeah, he's extremely rhythmic. Um, and um, listening to him play, you can hear him kind of drive the band. Like um, if you listen to, um, uh, you know, uh, somebody, you know, the people going around taking their solos and the band is in a certain place and Michael Brecker comes on and starts playing his solo and you can listen to the way that the rhythm section actually changes, how they respond to his playing um, is impressive. At, you know, and I'm, this is just on saxophone. So. Um, when I found out that he was a great drummer, it, it all kind of clicked for me that you know he's, you know, he's got that rhythm thing going. You know, you know who else so, played the sax? Anyway, Miles Davis. Okay. <laughs> oh boy, the guy anyway. right behind you. Yeah, right, right. Uh, John. All right. So my artists of the week are the Stuyvesants. They are oh, a production yeah, yeah. duo out of New York City. Uh, Jay and Dennis, I don't know if you remember. I don't, I don't know if Jay was there, but Dennis was there. Do you remember uh, when you came to see me at the uh, 930 Club for the Red Bull Big Tune production, production yeah, yeah, battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy that I went up against 
uh, his name is Algorithm. He's part of the Stuyvesants. Got it, got it. Nice. Um, and he used to work for OK Player as a, um, a digital website designer, I think. Sure. Uh, but he's a dope producer. Stuyvesants, um, they released an album in 2014 called Fine, in which they sample uh, slow jams, slow like R&B slow jams. Um, and it is a phenomenal album. Uh, so yeah, check out the Stuyvesants. They've got multiple releases. My favorite one is called Fine, and that's my artist of the week. And if anybody's wondering, John did beat him in that contest. I wish. Me and Odyssey did that competition. We both got out the first round. We were like Ohio State against Oral Roberts. (laughs) And you weren't Oral. I knew that was coming. coming. (laughs) Pause. Oh, wow. Uh, Jay Hill. For my artist of the week, uh, I sent y'all a, a, a video uh, about this dude in an interview recently. Um, the incomparable CeeLo Green, part of Goody Mob, also part of the Dungeon Family, Organized Noise, uh, man that also wears no, hats. Um, yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's, he's got a lot of different hats. Um, I just watched that Goody Mob. Yeah, that interv- yeah. Exactly. I mean, he, he, he's been a part of some really, really good, good projects musically. Um, he, he was asked, uh, you know, what he had upcoming. And he said he's working on a go-go project unbeknownst to the masses. And he actually said the name of the album, I'm guessing, is going to be Lo. And he said he was he rock, he dropped junkyard he dropped rare essence he dropped yep. backyard he's doing it right um so you know it's kind of he I feel like he's he's in the vein of Andre three thousand where most people never really respected his rhyme but it's like deadly and then he just said well let me I just want to be R and B dude so he started singing so now it's kind of like dude we want you to rhyme again like he's he's been he he has not disappeared from entertainment because he kept singing, but he won't do the rhyme like everybody wants him to do. But mm. you know, Yo, he was see good, this man. Is, he was dope, man. He was really dope. And um, yeah, so CeeLo Green. Dope, dope. Um, my artist of the week is I'm gonna go local. Uh the incomparable my, what? See my, go, see. Go. Did it cut off? Cut. Mike. Mike. Oh, cut. he's being. Go ahead, Dennis. No, stop, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I said my artist of the week is my comparable Cena. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. All right. All right. If you haven't heard of Musina, you should check her out. She has a couple projects out. I think they just released something. Uh, she just did something with uh, Cecily. Uh, that Cecily joint, and she just did something with Zoe and Tall Black Guy too, with Fonte and Darren Brockington that came out this year. But you should go check out. And she also sings; uh, she does background work with Common. Um, but she has her own thing, like her she's production. She's with the weekend too. I work. See? She, she knows go. everybody. Yeah, she's and she's she's super nice, super funny, but like ultra talented, ultra talented producer, ultra talented songwriter. Um, singer arranger she plays piano she's dope um that's my artist of the week um uh, man i got a recording of Lucina, Lucina and i in the studio oh, yeah. uh, at howard university playing a jazz tune and she is 
count bass in like a motherfucker on the piano just like one a one-handed solo and it's so funky and i'm sitting there swing i gotta pull out that cd that that joint is that joint is dope shout out Mustina. yeah for sure uh and that's our show ladies and gentlemen thank you guys again oh before we go i have to make an announcement that we are now um as of this week we will also with all of the other um places that you Sponsored can buy dark cars I got, I got, oh. not on my end though. <laughs> not on your end, but on our end. Yeah, not on my end. Just, just we play through it. By, yeah, nobody, nobody can hear. So, Max Hedrum. Wow. Uh, so we <laughs> have, <laughs> shut up. Oh, man. <laughs> we have a new uh, platform, which is the Eaton uh I don't know if you guys are hip to Eaton Hotel, but Eaton has a whole radio uh, playlist that they do um, that goes around international, it's global, and we are now also going to be on Eaton's um, radio playlist. Yeah. Uh, so shout out, congratulations to you guys for listening. Th- congratulations to the Sports and Things team for we're 38 episodes in now, so you know we're going to keep this thing going. Um, make sure you check us out every Saturday on the Unhand Sports Network. Um, and anywhere you can find podcasts Apple, Google, Spotify iHeartRadio anywhere you love to see your podcast you can catch it there um, on behalf of myself oh yeah and our sponsors uh, our partnerships with Fanatics.com and Fubo TV Fubo. we don't take any of this stuff for granted we are just we, we do appreciate all the love and all the support we get um, to tell your friends to check us out like to send a friend like just send them a share share an episode and see if they can if they can listen to us and if they like somebody telling you know they can tell somebody else and we can we can grow these numbers um, but the cool thing about the eating one is that they got like 7 million subscribers so we you know wow <laughs> yeah it's, it's a pretty big network um, so we might be going to China fellas you never know oh, Hong Kong. you never know uh, well that's anyway I'm not gonna say uh, thank you guys for tuning in uh, make sure that you wear your mask because we're not out of it yet we're still in the thick of this still pandemic. in it don't uh, be stupid right I got my I got my vaccination I got my second one so yeah, congratulations. in a few weeks yeah wear your mask tell your family you love them uh, and make sure that you keep your social distancing if, if, if Governor Hogan says go into place just don't turn around and don't go into place don't stay away go, from bro. Stay away from Dave and Buster's. That's all I'm <laughs> don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Don't go into places where people congregate like that, especially on the weekend, because that's where everybody's going to be at, because they think it's safe. Right. Uh, and that's our show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll check you guys next week. Peace. All right. my nigga the NCAA women's teams. Wow. <laughs> oh, you got to cut that one. <laughs> you got to cut that one. my nigga the NCAA women's Why? <laughs> Into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who bought the vets about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like
puppet over podcasts and stereo every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that jaw. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad up, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Drake Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.